spoiler alert. Oh, fuck! This is the only fucking podcast about the Sopranos. So what, no fucking ZD now? This week on No Fucking ZD, we're talking toxins, Italian for happiness, and first runner-up, Mr. Teenage Bloomfield. So let me ask you right off, any chance of a mercy fuck? It's an all-new episode of No Fucking ZD. Huh. Look at them yo-yos, that's the way you do it. You play the guitar on the MTV. That ain't working, that's the way you do it. Money hey, hey, all right. here we are. Welcome to No Fucking ZD. Uh, Evan and Brendan here, just a couple of dead guys in the afterlife. A couple <laughs> of dead talking guys. Talking about the Sopranos. Yeah, yeah. We're, well, we're back from the dead now. Yeah, I guess that's true. We're, yeah. we're officially back now. That yeah. whole opening sequence, that was like, no one could see the interpretive dance, but that mm-hmm. the whole the whole point of the entire Dire Straits Money for Nothing intro was, right. we are... Out of it, we've we've we we is risen. Is that what we say? <laughs> yeah, we, we is risen. We is risen, bro. <laughs> That's absolutely right. <laughs> uh, great song uh, and great episode this week. Yeah, really good one. All uh, right. That's it. So <laughs> that sums it up. I think we're for out of me. stuff to say. Yeah. Um, another top eighty-six, but possibly even top ten. No, this I don't is know. a good one because this is like you know. I mean, I said it last week, but it. I feel like I mean it even more this week. Yeah, right. <laughs> which is pretty much what I feel about everything but like this is one of those dust settling type episodes Mm -hmm. you know and like we kind of get back to business and like yeah you know the last one was like a joiner you know Mm -hmm. it was like a like the dovetail type episode but now we're like back in it and we're like back to dealing with like all the old bullshit and habits and like some good old-fashioned like shenanigans yeah yeah the shenanigans are kind of up to notch this episode yeah a lot going on it it feels like another premiere in a way it feels like a second season premiere um and it would be a good it it would make sense because in in the godfather sense of things you know like the the opening scenes of both of of you know the godfather movies with the weddings and the big parties and stuff like that 
it feels true, that way for true. that reason i think as well true yeah. yeah yeah it's like a yeah it's a godfather movie plus a season premiere plus a finale yep and it's only episode five which is uh which was fun and and exciting and sort of unexpected i guess yeah, um totally yeah, a lot going on and 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 the stakes are up just a, a little, just a notch or two because it is season six, I think. Right. You yes. know, like all the, you know, the buttons that have to be pushed are kind of serious business, and the stuff that happens with Vito is basically life changing. You know, true. very true. It's yeah. a nice twist on shenanigans. You know. Yeah, the Vito thing sets is being set up for the rest of the season. Yep. Um, Phil is looking mad. He's looking pissed off more than usual. I would mad say mad pissed. Mad pissed. Yeah. Uh, Johnny has uh, has dropped down in the ranks a little bit. Um, and yeah. uh, I'd say yeah, so by, by the episode's end. And then yep, we yep. get little teases of other things like. Um, the Middle Eastern guys that come to visit Chris at the at the strip club or uh, in the back of the back of the where is that I guess is that the back of the Bing or is that the back it's the of, back of the Bing it's the back of the Bing yeah yeah it's the VIP room right where isn't the, that the room where where uh, Ralphie Ra- yeah. like swings the lock and hits Georgie in the face yes fifty bucks now and a blowjob later yeah fifty bucks <laughs> plus a blowjob yeah. later on that's right yeah um, <laughs> so they're teasing they're dangling they're dangling some threads for uh, the rest of season six a you know I'm glad you brought up those the Arabs you know what I mean because yeah. it's that, that's an interesting scene I was wondering what that was about because th- first of all they're awfully mouthy with like what they're up to. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, um, the tech nine because it's a family issue. He's on the phone. He's like, you know where we could get a couple of tech nines, and and Chrissy's like, hold on a second, whoa, <laughs> what? Um, but like they're talking the business, and and Chrissy, if someone was wearing a wire, Chrissy would be had because he's like, I got all the credit card numbers, the stolen ones that I'm giving you for this money. True, with true. all the little numbers, you know. Same thing with Murmur when he was like handing over the credit card things. He's like, I can put them on actual plastic for an extra. So it's like, dude, shut up. Yeah, like, true, true. These guys the kids these days they're just talking so much you <laughs> just, know yeah always they talking don't, they don't know how to keep it to themselves right they should just start a podcast if they want to keep talking like that yeah exactly you know? <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's hard to start a podcast that's too, true you know? <laughs> so but what is what what are we foreshadowing here i'm sort of forgetting well ultimately nothing which i think oh, is okay, like good, sort yeah. of partly the point uh, well actually a couple things happen because ultimately this gets tony in Agent Harris's good graces, which will get him Phil's location in the finale and allow Tony to get Phil killed. So right. really, it actually sets up something pretty major. Oh, but at the same time... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very good. Okay. Yeah, nothing ends up happening with the Middle Eastern guys at all, which I think was kind of commenting on just the general you know, anxiety in 2005, 2006, where yeah. it was like, well, like, something could happen, something might not. Who really knows? We were always kind of waiting for the other shoe to drop, um, you yeah. know, looking for the piano to fall from the sky, basically. Plus, Muhammad has a dog, you know? Right, yeah. Talk a spaniel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, so it, yeah, it sets up everything and nothing at the same time. Very Sopranos-like, that's, yeah. that's for sure. I love that. I think that, I think it's it's super, super well done and it also gives mm-hmm. us just an idea i mean one of the underlying sort of principles or like themes for this whole thing mm-hmm. is the idea that chrissy is not as bummed out about tony and what they de- what they sort of went through yeah as everybody else uh, Tony's getting shot, you mean? Tony's or? getting shot and all that stuff. Chrissy's, I mean, it's it's kind of clear as time goes on that Chrissy has some issues with mm. Tony. Um, it's kind of, uh, he's, he's just, you know, he's not as sad about it when Tony's in the hospital. He's not mm-hmm. around that much except to pitch a movie to Tony <laughs> right, right. Um, when he's in that kind of like vegetative state. Right. And, and uh, 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a strange thing because now, you know, you know, Tony gets back and everybody's fallen over themselves. You know, what's his nurse Betty with with, uh, you know, scooping out the Bialy and even Polly is bossing everyone around and nuke that Joe scoop, yeah. scoop out that Bialy. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, but Chrissy's the only one who's like, eh. And then Chrissy's like, that's nothing. Check out my scar. You know what I mean? Mm, Which is like, right. I would never do that to the boss. Like, or, or really anyone who just got out of the hospital, to be honest. You know? <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. You think you got it bad? Look kind, at this. It's kind of mean. You yeah, know? true. Uh, and then and Chrissy also kind of mouths off at the wedding, too, when Tony explains how they're going to get rid of Rusty. And he's yep. just like, fuck that. We do it ourselves. And, you know, which is something that. That's a pussy ass move. It's a pussy ass move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which is something that, yeah, Chrissy would never do in the past. And also, no one else would really do in the past and that's why tony's kind of whining to melfi about or maybe not whining but talking to melfi about yeah. how that no one's taking him seriously anymore um which eventually leads to uh to uh muscles marinara getting beat up in the last scene and uh, and two vomit moments two, yes not just one <laughs> yeah I've, I've watched that episode drunk a few times and been like did i just rewind it because it, it's like legitimately the same shot when it, he throws up the second time it actually is right watching it today i kind of i thought the I, same thing it's like almost identical i think it's almost identical i don't think it's the exact one but yeah, maybe they like not. used two different takes they were just like it's funnier to have him barf it a second maybe. time and yeah. then at the end it comes in with that oh, on sunday oh, yeah, yeah. whenever anything really bad happens in the sopranos you can bet there's going to be some happy go lucky like 50s doo-wop shit yeah, going yeah, on yeah. like they, they did it well yeah they did it really well um but <laughs> yeah no one's really people are second guessing tony mm -hmm. in more ways than one not just his not just his boss sort of decisions that he's making mm -hmm. but also um in terms of i don't know the you know they're questioning his health in some ways they're falling over themselves to take care of him a little bit too much yeah um and it bothers him yeah it does i mean he feels weak he knows he looks weak yep um and he knows that that's kind of uh you know in the mob world specifically that's never a good thing as we see with johnny by the end of the episode crying he knows at the end of the day it's going to translate to him not getting as much money right yeah is or getting you know ousted and someone else coming in and taking over you know oh, pe yeah, people yeah, see your week they see an opportunity he says so it's that and then you know um we talked about it a little bit last week but like again it's this this whole idea of like fragile masculinity you know they're, they're really like know breaking that. down <laughs> me too yeah. they're but they're really breaking that down yeah with every character this this season so far you know that's that's like it's always kind of been there god damn it well i don't know i mean right, no, i forget next episode kind no, of no, but it's, it's, it's already it's, it's, it's okay <laughs> but it's i mean okay, it was always fine. there i mean the first yeah. season he was too scared to tell everyone that he was going to see melfi because that looked weak and yep. like they're just really getting in on like a like granular level this year on like that's true what makes all the because they, they all they and make still being all <laughs> fucked up and yeah and chrissy's an addict and like there's something wrong with everybody basically yeah but they kind of want to act like there isn't i mean we've seen almost all of these guys cry by themselves but then yeah, once johnny Sack, once johnny sack does it in front of everyone it's it's suddenly like oh shit you know that guy's weak yeah uh you know they're, they they're just really insecure guys really who like outwardly put off this tough guy mojo well but they're that, just they're just big old babies really it's like the endless 
thing where where you know when furio's dad died and and they're going to the car and tony's like you still feeling bad about your dad and he goes yes and he goes well, okay well you got to get over it and yeah, then they cut exactly. to him in the doctor's office and he's bawling about like the bears or the ducks or whatever the yeah fuck, you the know? horse i think the maybe. horse yeah, yeah, yeah exactly yeah. yeah exactly he's like okay well you got to get over it <laughs> right yeah i mean they're they're total hypocrites about everything really yeah. but about that specifically you know and that yeah. kind of just like yeah. gets to why and how they tick and totally. you know it's it's a, it must be such a pain in the ass you know yeah yeah and then but, especially for someone to say it directly like i think pussy assness is kind of uh one of my favorite chrissy terms <laughs> he, yeah. he says it he says it somewhere else i forget where but he says here he goes he says it's a pussy ass move if you ask me <laughs> <laughs> i love that oh no, he was talking to kingsley when he was talking to sir ben he's talking about like what movie is he talking about he's talking about Oh no! When he's talking beast? to he's talking he's to coming up. No, he's talking to Favreau. He says, uh, "You know the pussy assness of it." We're talking about swingers. <laughs> I didn't remember that. That's yeah. awesome, though. Um, we'll have to look out for that. If you guys know, well, let's add that to the Sopranos uh, or NFC Bingo. Pussy assness. Pussy assness. <laughs> we need to talk about that. Yeah, it's a um, pussy ass move, if you ask me. But uh, yeah, I mean, really, you know, if, like, uh, not to make it sound too broad, but if the show is kind of about like why do we behave the way we behave? Yeah, looking at people almost as like social weird animals you know and yeah. it's weird hierarchy that's kind of what leads to that final scene with tony beating up uh i can't remember the guy's actual name now but muscles marinara this dude perry yeah. uh annunzio perry annunziata annunziata yeah. that's what it is Second, Gina's for, cousin for, or something first first runner up mr teenage bloomfield yeah, right. <laughs> <This is> terrible <laughs> terrible credentials uh <laughs> the worst credentials right yeah no, no endorsement on linkedin for that one no not something you want to brag about also not something you want to brag about is uh Ginny sack almost making her goal by the end of the episode that's a oh. great fucking joke yeah <laughs> at the beginning she's eight pounds away from making her goal and then at the end allegra says congratulations on almost making it i know <laughs> so, it's the it's, whole that whole wedding thing is like uh it's too much it's too much it's yeah. too much but uh, it's excellent though i it mean is. it's like these are the episodes we watch tv for when like the whole cast is together oh yeah and uh everyone's just firing on all cylinders coming into their own you know yeah, uh, <laughs> exactly just all that shit uh we should mention steve buscemi directed this episode so that's right he's he not did. on screen but he's there you can feel it he's there and we're all trying to give him a briefcase like desperately right. <laughs> he won't yeah. take it. we're out of here yeah, we want to <laughs> um uh so yeah tony's back he's got to deal with some shit um his first day back at work is awkward mm -hmm. it's really weird you know yeah. how long does he spend there like an hour he just goes in there so everyone sees his face yeah he knows that we got some guy i mean we got this new guy this 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 fat guy nurse betty mm -hmm. with the bald head forgetting the guy's name right now i, I looked it up as well but Whatever. i will yeah yeah it's cool some guy but nurse betty will call him yeah nurse betty but he's the same guy who goes to, to take tony's shoes off mm -hmm. at the wedding anyone would feel embarrassed you know what i mean well of course yeah. yeah yeah i love the way they shot that though with tony falling over and finn has to catch him yeah. it's just like i mean <laughs> james gandolfini must have looked at him and been like you drop me i will fucking kill you because right. he had to like legitimately fall you yeah. know yeah uh, How do they shoot uh, stuff like that? Do they fall? <laughs> Is it CGI? I don't know. Did the actor come up with that himself? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, good to see Finn again, looking all handsome in his Calvin Klein. The, <laughs> the young dentist looking all handsome yeah. in his Calvin Klein. Oh, dude. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, so, so it's safe to say Meadow and Finn are on the rocks. It seems that way. Right? Because like, every way. time the idea of marriage comes up, 
Meadow's just like, uh, I don't know. She's not into it. Yeah. No, she's not into it. Yeah. Especially on not into grandkids. This is the first time Tony's being very sentimental in this episode. I don't think have we ever really heard him talking about so so emotionally about having grandkids and and no and anyone <laughs> that's not an animal. No, he's so direct <laughs> about it, and I think that this this is the first time we've heard it, and certainly the first time he said it to Meadow like this. Yeah. Um, but he's very out in the open about it. And he's also kind of, I mean, does it, it feels a little bit weird the way he's like, ever since I had my accident, you know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, it's like the lights should have dimmed and the spotlight should have come on, you know, when he starts to say that, cause you're just like, he's being kind of manipulative, you know what I mean? Just to sort of get what he wants. Yeah, definitely. But, But I think that it has less to do with, I mean, I don't know. I think it, it's, it's less like life is short, you know? And I think it's like. He like he chalks it up to yeah life is short it's bittersweet when mm. really it's just about the fact that like he could die at any time or go to prison at any time yeah, you know what maybe. I mean yeah and like that's probably what's actually eating away at him and that's probably why he wants her to get the show on the road yeah but yeah he, him in his like d- delusional way is able to be like yeah man it, it's just ain't it funny life is short yeah, you know what right, I mean right, it's right. like no 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 but this is like you're you're doing that to yourself right this is (laughs) not just like what everybody normally like oh shucks i'm 98 you know what i mean this is not what everybody experiences it's it's like again he could just you know it'll it'll never happen but he could just give it up yeah um but he's definitely staring death staring death in the face uh at least for a little while and accepting that that's a real uh uh well that it's a reality um which i don't think yeah he's probably ever really aside from the the one uh, uh, hit attempt in season one right it's not something that Tony really thinks about too much or anyone really un- until suddenly you're, you're facing that. No, he but, doesn't, he doesn't think about it necessarily, but he's good at avoiding it. It seems, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, I feel like, you know, at the end of the day, beating up muscles, marinero was probably helpful in that department, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. True. I mean, <laughs> if, if nothing again. else, yeah. You know, he's, I mean, he's smiling in the mirror in that last shot feeling alive. You know, yeah. He's got that, that jolts the system. Totally. Again, yeah. I haven't. That's what I like to do. You know, I just, I just got, a, I just kicked the flu. I just went and beat, you know, beat up an intern. Mm-hmm. Is what I did. did yeah. Because uh, they can't hit you back. Like interns, if they get up and they hit you back, you have to fire them. That's it. You know, right away. It's, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. I have to fire you. You can't attack me. Yeah. Our intern has never done that. Again, he's in his 80s. <laughs> so we have a geriatric intern. Yeah. Uh, I do love in that scene when the dude. Uh, Perry tries to get up and fight back that everyone in the room is like, don't do it, kid. exactly. It's it's so good. It's great, but it shows that they like, they understand the rules. Like the boss can fuck you up. Exactly. Especially if you're not made. Yeah. Well, actually, definitely if you're not made. And this kid, this kid is clearly not made. Yeah. Um, But it's pretty funny how one-sided it is. And like, also in the next episode, he'll, he'll apologize to Tony and then Tony will be like, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> you're right you shouldn't have done that you should have just slammed the fridge door yeah or what whatever an, it is what an asshole yeah. you know what i mean but like his whole family is like oh you you you've tried to fight back what are you doing just yeah. let him beat you up he's the boss <laughs> you know stay down stay down yeah. exactly but like his mom tells him to count 10 but he never remembers <laughs> he never you know? remembers that's great too. i love that scene when he's <laughs> driving and the guy pulls her it's just like i it, this show manages to have writing that's both kind of drawn out and like teases you really well but then there are scenes like that where it's like literally 
it's it seems like someone took a red pencil and like crossed out like three quarters of the dialogue that someone had originally written where mm-hmm. it's like the guy cuts him off and then he's like oh you don't signal and the guy's just like fuck you <laughs> like there's no foreplay it's just the guy's just like fuck you man then he's ready to attack him you know like getting out of the car yeah, yeah. tony has to stop it's him two words yeah. like the guy's already pissed you know <laughs> it's it's really good direction because they have the guy you know, driving the landscaping truck, like leaning over, like, fuck, he's just so mad already. He's yeah. like, get out of my face, asshole. <laughs> it's great. It is great, yeah. I forgot he comes back next week, doesn't he? Or he's in it for a couple more episodes. He's in it Perry. for a little while, yeah. yeah. Uh, I forgot all about that. I just wanted to say that. Yeah. Just letting you all know. Me I too. forgot something. So if I keep forgetting things, just uh, let me know if I'm slipping. We forget. Which we are. Yeah, we are, we are constantly slipping. Yeah. Uh, like, I forgot we were going to go next with this conversation, but, uh, oh, I, uh, we uh, we talked last week about the Sopranos basketball team, and here now yes, we have yes. Bobby Bacala and some no-name goon playing basketball right. and a slow-mo shot of Bobby dunking. <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot about that. I know. I just wanted and, the whole, like, love hurts, yeah. like, to come on during that. That would have been fucking incredible. amazing. Did we put Bobby on the team last week? I don't listen to Oh, yeah, to he it. was the center. He, yeah, he was. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was the first choice. Yeah. We got some. We got a couple, uh, some good t- feedback tweetage on that. Oh, we did. Just how seriously we took the conversation. Anyone disagreeing with us? No, no, no. I don't think so. Uh, I think uh, probably, actually, now that I think about it. If I think someone disag- had one person they wanted to have, but I, if you disagree I forget with that, that now, like, too. What are you going to do? I think Polly would be a good coach. He's got a good haircut for it. Yeah, I think we left... I think we left Mikey Palmisi out and someone mentioned that that was a good one. Or did we have him in Mikey there? Mikey Palmisi actually would be really good. I don't he, think we had him in New York on the New York team. And uh, actually that's a good point. He's yeah. he's a real he's a real snake in the grass. He's got some nice tracksuits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he, he ran, you know, he, he went for runs, so he's probably in decent shape. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, the uh, running probably counteracted all the smoking. Probably, yeah. Like, I love, love when he's, he's stretching to go for his run. He's like hacking. He's like, like stretching his quads out. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. Gross. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we leave it with Tony kind of feeling like he's the alpha male again. Um, mm-hmm. And we should also mention, we did mention, but we should talk a little bit more about how Melfi's the one who kind of gives him the idea and uh I know, in- inadvertently again right she, yeah she does Sometimes she accidentally gives him like really really good mafia advice but sort of counterproductive in terms of his like psychic state yeah i got the, the sense in this episode in particular and in that scene specifically that she's just coasting at this point because he's just like mm. thanks for the advice and she's like sure anytime whatever i can do to help and it's just kind of like the old melfi would be a little more inquisitive about what's going on. Yeah, no, but. she's learned it. Well, but he, but at the beginning of that session, he just kind of puts cold water on and on doing any actual work because she's yeah. like, We're in he the came first out of the hospital. Yeah. It's her, it's his first session since he came out of the hospital, and yeah. he's like, he's like, let's just pick up where we left off. Yeah. my son stinks. AJ, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Working at Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh, just does not want to talk about Junior. Will not even say his name, really. But uh, no, he's dead to him. This is another one of those times. If he just like kind of got in touch with his feelings, maybe he'd be a little bit better off. Yeah, it's totally true. I mean, his uncle wound up besting him in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, his uncle's gonna like rot in hell forever. Yeah, basically, like this is the end of Junior's story. Essentially, we're gonna we're gonna check in with him again, but this is where he ends up from now on pretty much you know? yeah um yeah um always a sad scene when he's just he's convinced that he didn't do it you know 
talking to his lawyer. I and guess. he just wants to go home. Uh, I mean, no, I guess it's not really that sad, but when you're, yeah. you know, it's... But and he you, fired Melvoin because of his stroke? Like, what an asshole. Oh, yeah, because yeah, he was talking weird or something. His hand his, or something. <laughs> something. I don't know. <laughs> something dumb. And, like, this new attorney is like, look, I don't know what you're talking about, but this is the yeah. best thing we can do. Uh, you he know? just says straight up, like, I don't know you that well. Yeah. <laughs> just like, oh, boy. That's what this I would is not say. not going anywhere. Yeah, like, he doesn't have anybody that cares for him, you know? Right. Yeah, and so Tony just straight up doesn't want to talk about it. Um, yeah. Won't really talk about it until he meets Junior in the finale or somewhere around the end of season 6B, I think, is when he finally kind of comes to terms with what's happened. Well, they mention and, it. He mentions it to AJ when well, he has to bail him out of the can. True, that's true, too. But it's that's, more about, like, it, this is... But the conversation quickly swerves to be more about the fact that AJ is an idiot and, mm-hmm. like, doesn't understand the basis of reality versus a movie. Right. You know, and, right. like that it's this is the problem that all these guys have in uh, in some way and aj just has it worse because he's dumber or something you Mm -hmm. know what i mean but it actually the whole like that's a movie aj like that whole vibe it's like it plays out sort of like everywhere like tony is acting like this is some sort of movie that he's got to score points in you know Mm -hmm. um and it reminds me of like doing jury duty in brooklyn they show you that video they orient. Have you ever done jury duty in Brooklyn? Uh, I was there, but I got dismissed at some point. They were oh. like, "Are right, you're, you're free to go." But you remember that? But, did, yeah. Did you I, see the video where yeah, like they, yeah. they they lower the lights and like they're like, "This is the honorable judge, whatever," and he basically says ten times, like, "Just so that we're clear, what you're about to enter is a real courtroom with real people's lives, and it is not in any any way affiliated with Law and Order, the TV show." <laughs> Once again, <laughs> this is not television; it's a real courtroom. Oh wow! Well, no, remind I don't you like that. twenty times. Oh, that's funny. That you're not on a TV show, and that it's like this is not for fun. This is like someone's real life that you're gonna totally destroy if you oh, if you you know do things wrong. I guess. Weird. I don't. I don't. I don't really remember that. now. I was thinking oh, about that. Can't wait to go back. <laughs> no. Yeah, you can. It's terror. It's the worst place in the world. You got to bring a baby. That's the only way you can get out of it. I, I actually said I had vacation, <laughs> and they were like, "Oh, all right, fine." But like, they, they, yeah, I was like, "I'm going away next week. I'm out of town." I was, I was literally, I was going away with my family to to do whitewater rafting. Oh, right. And I was just like, I can't. I'm out of town, and they were, and the judge said, "Mr. McCarthy, this is your lucky day," and then let me go. And it was super weird in front of the whole courtroom because, like, I went from, like, you know, the big main room. Because everybody tries to get out of it. They throw their best excuses at the judge and he's like, fuck off, no way. And I actually, I didn't even stand up. When they first said, okay, come up to the judge's chambers or whatever to to explain your reasoning why you shouldn't, uh, why you can't come or something, Mm -hmm. I didn't stand up initially. And then I just kind of raised my hand. I was like, I have a vacation next week. And he called me up and told me I can go. In front, like, even the defendant was there just kind of staring at me. And I was like, sorry, man. Sorry, dude. I'm going whitewater rafting. See ya. (laughs) (laughs) Put on my Oakleys and just walk right out of there. (laughs) That's fucking awesome. It was wild. So everybody who's listening is taking notes right now. Yeah. And they're going to follow this exactly (laughs) and figure out how to do it. I heard NFZ that I didn't have to go. I'm going whitewater rafting. Yeah. (laughs) There's like a a rash of people saying they're going whitewater rafting. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But yeah, they're having a lot of trouble figuring out whether it's a movie or a fucking real life. Even Chris and Tony uh, talking about the Godfather at the wedding, they're good and all mixed up. I love that little comedy routine where they're like, well, actually, no, he should be asking me for a favor that I can't refuse. Then ask him not to do this. (laughs) I did already. It's so crazy. And the fact that Chris doesn't understand the concept of that opening scene of Godfather 1 is like, everybody gets it. Like, you ask 
him for a favor. That's, right. That's the that's the trope, you right. know. Chris, you're making a movie. Yeah, it's exactly. the Godfather meets another movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're supposed to know that shit. He's probably seen Saw more than the Godfather, to probably. be honest. Yeah, probably. Um, so yeah, I mean, but that was just going back to AJ. Um, not a big spotlight episode for him this week, but he'll be a major no. factor in this season. And there's there's a lot about you know the sins of the father this season. Uh, True. You know, True. with like Jason Barone last week and and Carmela talking to Melfi about how her, her kids are more complicit now in Tony's life. And yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. and then even, you know, ultimately Allegra's wedding is ruined by by the uh, U.S. Marshals being dicks, by the way. Um, they were sort of dicks, but also like how lucky is Johnny Sack to be out of there? That's true. I mean, that's true. But still, it's just, of course, it's TV, but it's just, it's, it's funny how dramatic they had to be to like to play the little, uh, the siren and stop the whole, stop this, this wedding. I know. They really, they really ramped up the drama. Yeah. Uh, and as Meadow said, the government made him pay for all that stuff. Like she just, she just can't believe that. Yeah. Oh my God. I can't stand her. She's like classic white person who's dying for an ax to grind. Yeah. Just like doesn't have one. She's just fortunate. And she's just angry about everything. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, this is someone's fault. And it's not right. the judges. That judge was cool. Yeah. Uh, when when the prosecutor lists all the things that Johnny Sack's in jail for, the, like 40-something RICO predicates, yeah. including murder. <laughs> I mean, I, it, I don't really even understand the judge's reasoning for letting him out. Oh, I know. Except for maybe they wanted the money... They wanted him to pay all that money for some reason, but I, I doubt that. That I feel like it's just dumb luck, where like yeah. you get a judge who's like, sure, you know, yeah, like this is the one time, you know. I guess so. Oh, shout out to the actress who plays Johnny Sack's other daughter, the skinny one, mm-hmm. who loses it about all the food. She's in Black Mirror this season. Oh yeah. So every ten years, she's in the greatest show of the decade. <laughs> essentially, <laughs> that's uh, her career. I have to see the new season. Some one of the questions this week was was asking uh, if we hated Black Mirror as much as that person did, and, and I'm going to say I like Black Mirror a lot. Actually, who's that person? Uh, well, I mean the the person on Twitter said, "Do you hate Black Mirror as much as I do?" or something like that. No, we don't. Yeah, I, 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 love I haven't it. seen the new ones. I think but, it's fucking great. Yeah, and I haven't seen the John Hamm one yet, but that's, that's you got to watch the I John Hamm one, dude. I gotta watch it. You Gotta. Uh, all right, let's take a little break and come back, yeah. and we'll talk more about the uh, the wedding because there's lots of funny little scenes in there. It's ridiculous. And uh, Vito just uh, you know just having a having a joke, just having a laugh at just, the club. Yeah, it's, it's a just goof. a joke. It's just yeah, a joke. Just, who cares what they think? Yeah, yeah. I want just quickly. We made fun of Joe Gannascoli for being one of the weak uh, weak links as far as the cast goes. Yeah, and I have to say. I looked at his Twitter profile recently, and uh, he might have changed it, but at the time, his bio was, it's just a joke, which made my respect for him go up just a little bit. Oh, <laughs> that's pretty I good. I love that, yes. Oh, uh, I like that. So, Joe, come on the show. Well, we'll, he knows, we'll hash it out. He knows where his bread is buttered, you <laughs> know what true. I mean? Yeah. All right. But that really made me laugh. All right, yeah. we'll be right back. No fucking ZD is brought to you by Cologne. Smell it, you don't believe me. Uh, 
I'm liking that. I'm liking it too. It's really good. <laughs> Want to just let it play out? <laughs> yeah, we can bring it back. Over and over. Yeah, over and over. The second half. It's better than the show. It is. Well, <laughs> easy to do. Yeah. Yep. True. I mean, we've been topped many times, let's be honest. Basically, every time a new podcast comes out, we're topped by that, I would say. <laughs> All 78,000 of yeah. them. I mean, except Preet Bharara. We're better than Preet. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're just definitely like, I just like a podcast that's about something, you know, mm-hmm. and that has something to say cultural value yeah exactly mm-hmm. and, so very timely yeah. very timely podcast very timely. we're a couple days after the 19th anniversary of the sopranos premiere that's true actually oh so, yeah that's cool i mean I, i'm you know what actually who cares yeah i agree i gotta be honest because you know what who like i'm sick of all these like internet blogs and like the the online magazines and all these things and like the twitter feeds and the whatever being like you know, 19 years ago today, mm-hmm. something, ha- you know, it's like, and they just, it's just all clickbait and retweet bullshit. Yeah. And they do that in the music industry all the time. They're like, they're like seven years and eight months ago today. Yeah. Michael Jackson ate a pretzel. Yeah. Have you like, what do you, what are, what are your thoughts? And it's just like, <laughs> stop tweeting about that. Yeah. It's like it, the same fucking post every day. And it's trending and, uh, yeah. and, and it, everyone's talking about it. Everybody and, picks it up. Yeah. It's really it's really rough. It's like baseball stats where it's like the first left-handed pitcher to throw a 71 mile an hour curveball on a sunny day with the uh, the you know the wind coming in at this exact right. Yeah. But it's only relevant like when it actually happens. Mm. You know, like with baseball stats it'll be like, well, I mean even then it's ridiculous when it's like raining and there are two, there are two runners in scoring position mm-hmm. and it's like this inning in this game of the World Series. They're like they're like, this person has a 38% chance of making it. And you're just mm-hmm. like, okay, that's like every play, basically. 38, you know? yeah, I mean, that, that'd be a great batting average. That's a great, 380, 380 is <laughs> yeah, huge, so yeah. 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 I didn't say yeah. batting necessarily, the, the 38% well, chance of making it. Okay, I see. I see. So whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> same, same for us. We same have about us. a 38% chance of making it as yeah. well, just in life. We're going to do it. Through to the end. We're yeah. going to try. Yeah, uh, nostalgia is a it's a it's a big thing that it's a big business for one, and and people people love being nostalgic about being nostalgic, and that's true, that's yeah, true, you know. And boy, do we harp on that big time. That's true. This is that's what this podcast is about, really. It pretty much is, yeah. That and um, there's that West Wing podcast, which gets a lot more press than us, by the way. Really? Well, because they were bit players on the cast of the West Wing and have gone back to well, talk about. Sorry, it. yeah. Like, the New York Times fucking wrote about them. What about us? What are we supposed we to came do out about first. that? We can't go and <laughs> Jesus Christ, just because we're not actors. Should we be spamming? Who wrote the New York Times article? Let's find it. Uh, I don't know. Someone from Holly Weird, probably. Let's spam that. Just... Let's spam this elite. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. Oh God, the failing New York Times won't write about us. Yeah, I don't get exactly. it. Exactly. No, is it failed? I guess they've have they failed. You think? Yeah, well, but don't, it's failed or failing depending on like where you look. That's true. Based on uh, anyway. In this case, they failed. However, I'd rather not have the spotlight of the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a good, that's a good point. So, yeah, I mean, there's quite a bit of like generally horrible shit happening mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And uh, our podcast is, is a nice respite from that. We have our little corner of the internet mm-hmm. that we just we just stay in our lane, man. Yep. You know what I mean? We, like, just, we just take mud slinging from our Twitter followers. We just do and... our best. We're like, uh, you know, we're, we're like, we're like Sal Vitro. We're like <laughs> the Sal Vitro of the podcast world. We just yeah. want our little piece. We've got our business. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this neighborhood for years. <laughs> We've been doing this neighborhood for years. <laughs> that's, that's our that's shit. Exactly, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. 
Uh, so, so that's it for us. Yep. Uh, this is the last episode. We we <laughs> we're waiting. Uh, all right. So the wedding. Let's just let's let's break it down. So first, a lot of great scene, little yeah. mini scenes and and moments and it's about as traditional as you get. Mm-hmm. First of all, and it's huge. By the way, yeah, it's enormous. Four hundred twenty people, I believe it is. Which uh, I'm not even going to comment on that number, but I think it's somewhere <laughs> right. around there, or maybe that's how much they've spent. Four hundred twenty dollars total. No, no, he said it was like it's close to half a mil that that he spent. Yeah, and I believe I believe it's over four hundred guests. Yeah, too. that that makes sense because he had to invite like every fucking button man this side of mm-hmm. you know New York City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would assume. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot going on. I particularly appreciate the the um the wedding band. It's mm-hmm. about as corny as it gets. Yeah. These people exist. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, I, we live in this, like, this shelter of cool in Brooklyn where, like, you don't see stuff like that every day. But th- that wedding band is everywhere. Like, there are a million of them, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. With, like, the hunky door, like, the groom feeds the bride. I know. It's, like, it's, all that it's, shit. It's I a can't. little cringy, but... Uh, How are you going to do that? Like, uh, and the daddy's little girl fucking dance. And Johnny Sack is, like, a true believer. He loves it. He does, yeah. But the, the daddy's little girl stuff is so strange to me. Just on, on I, I mean, that, like, in just in general. Yeah, it's, I, it's daddy, weird. Daddy-daughter dances. <laughs> Saying the word daddy is weird, by the way. Yeah, um, I like to hear it, but I don't like to say it. Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> um, that will make me say it. We're a couple of podcast daddies. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> father-daughter dances, uh, I mean, like, literally. Vito's huh? a leather daddy. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, actually. I've been looking of for it. one of those, yeah. actually. <laughs> um, but, I mean, like, even, like, at school, they have, like, father-daughter dances, which, so... Which I know, uh, which happens. But now that I'm thinking about it out loud, does that mean that it's just dads and their daughters at the dances, and like no other high school age boys there? Yeah, I don't know. That's I so really, strange. It's so super strange. And like, when I have a daughter, I'll definitely like follow her around and beat people up. Oh, for sure. Like, but that's different. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's, that's not wearing that's, camouflage. That's and... not just hanging out. I don't want to hang out with her. Right. <laughs> I just want to no. make sure that I hurt people who <laughs> 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 try to take advantage of her. Right. That's of all. Um, it's. It, it's really weird. It's super weird, but also I feel like Johnny Sack is just dying to feel normal, mm-hmm. like for a minute. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm he, sure. He really, really needs it. He really needs to feel normal. He really needs to feel like, um, he's just having this in the way that he would if he wasn't. He can pretend that he's not awaiting trial and about to lose his fucking life because yeah. he's going to like any any episode now. He's going to allocute. And that's going to be curtains. Right. It's going to be folding laundry and Danbury. That as, happens uh, by season's end, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. 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 It, must be, uh, it must be so strange to get out of prison for just about six hours and then have to go back. I, I just, it, that's a nightmare to me. Uh, the whole thing it's, sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I guess living all of their lives in general sounds like a fucking nightmare. Yeah. yeah. And, and her... <laughs> His son-in-law, Eric, and he makes him call him dad. <laughs> that's a great actor, by the way. He's really good in Boardwalk Empire. He pay- plays like oh, that's the, goon, right. the goon police officer. He's the one who gets framed for something, right? Yeah. Just sent- his teeth are like are, are wired shut at some yeah, point. Yeah, because he right. gets his ass kicked. I forgot about that. That That's a crazy show. Anyways, yeah. but he's, he's very good. It's really funny. He seems psyched to marry Allegra. Great vignette is, uh, is, is Chrissy talking about Allegra and but the fuck's that got to do with cold medicine? Yep, yep. yep. Like there are a couple that. of great who's on first moments with Chrissy this episode. Yeah, yeah. He might be high. 
I'm going to go on a limb here. Maybe. He gets a couple of things wrong, but it's also just garden variety Chrissy, like, no, stupid. That's the, <laughs> you're missing yeah. the point entirely. Between that and the Godfather, like, you know, the pussy assness of it and, like, all that stuff. Right. I don't know. He might be a little high. Maybe. I didn't really think about that. Um, I like to get high for a wedding. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Anything to get through these kinds of Anything, things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, possibly. I mean, he'll, he'll definitely be back in it full swing by... Uh, like three episodes from now or something like oh, yeah. that so Big maybe time. maybe yeah. is he drinking i forget i don't know no, probably I don't not know the show no uh speaking of substances i do love aj's date refusing fish because of the toxins while blowing cigarette smoke out of her mouth yeah like, i can't think of something that sums up brooklyn better than that oh it's great it's like i'm not gonna eat that it's inorganic have some of this cocaine yeah oh yeah totally <laughs> and then also uh also aj the way that he died the, the moment when uh when Johnny Sack is talking to Carmela and Tony and AJ's sitting down eating with his date mm-hmm. and she's like, and she suggests to AJ that he go talk to someone or that he, that he, you know, check it out because he's into party planning or something. Yeah. It's like event planning. Where do you get this shit? <laughs> like, and like everybody remembers him saying that, you know, seven episodes before this yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. But he just like, he, uh, his response is like so nasty and hilarious. It is, yeah. The look on Johnny Sack's face when he says that he's just like, oh my God, this <laughs> asshole kid. Yeah. Like, it's hilarious. The whole thing is great. Yeah. I remember watching this one with my dad and he was like, that's like you because I guess, you know, <laughs> really? in high school you have like a bunch of, you're like, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, you know, and I guess people, people in general are constantly talking about the big things they're going to do, you know, and then a year later they forget <laughs> about it. Yeah. But we, I think we talked about this podcast for like two years. Pretty much. And yeah. then we recorded an episode and released it a year later almost right. yeah so, we did the same thing this season actually so we're still doing that's that true. um but uh keeping the bar high exactly aj's date is yeah so that that i love that whole little thing it's hilarious and, um i love immediately after that the tony johnny sit down with all the old people at the table johnny's father <laughs> i know they're interjecting the whole time yeah like, funniest, don't get into trouble the funniest line of the whole episode is for me is just johnny sack's dad urgently screaming don't eat that pepper <laughs> don't eat <laughs> that pepper <laughs> it kills me i have to pause it and, and let it all out it's too good it's a good moment i mean because it's just like you, you you're reminded that that Tony's not the only one who deal has to deal with this family crap. Yeah. You know, like Johnny Sack has it coming at him on all ends. Yeah. Definitely. Do we know if Johnny Sack's dad was a mobster? I don't know. Do we? I'm not sure. I don't know. Anyway. You never really hear about him, right? No. Nope. He's got some kind of dementia now, I, th- I guess, or is he just old? I think he's just old. Don't eat that pepper. Yeah. I mean, that's, that, <laughs> that could be a very valid point. Like, who knows? Yeah. True. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> We don't know what's going on. He's over there just melting from having just eaten one. (laughs) Seriously. That's great. (laughs) Uh, But it's kind of impressive that they managed to have this conversation, you know? Um, Love that. We should go back and say that, you know, uh, uh, on Tony's first day back at Mm -hmm. work, Phil comes to see him to ask him for this favor. To get rid of Rusty. To get rid of Rusty. Frankie Valley. Frankie Valley. I hate to see him go. Yeah. But, love, to, uh, love to see him, him walk the, away. Love to see him walk away. Yeah, <laughs> they call him the mayor right of Munchkin Land. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but and Tony turns him down mm-hmm. because you know Phil's timing is bad in that Tony's feeling like too taken care of. He's feeling a little bit like you know I don't know pushed around is the wrong word, but mm-hmm. he's like too convalescent. And mm-hmm. I'm surprised that he goes for it at the wedding. Me too. I mean. 
why you know why I, I i agree with him in the first scene why is he gonna he's done a lot of stuff for johnny sack what's what's in it for him here well, i guess they pay him yeah and i guess that they kind of i mean it's really interesting seeing them meet after they're both given a little bit of a respite from their like doomed fates you know mm-hmm. at this wedding mm-hmm. and i think that they realize that they're old friends and there's enough garbage for everybody you know sure yeah um but it is a lot for I mean, th- this is the thing is that like the way th- from where Johnny's sitting, this isn't a lot to ask. You know what I mean? Right. Let's just kill someone. Let's just kill someone. Yeah. Come on. It's just Rusty. It's just yeah. Frankie. No big thing. But, um, but I can understand from Tony's position, it seems like a big ask, especially because he just folded on that whole, you know, garbage gate. And yeah. So, I mean, I, I get both sides and it's kind of nice that he endears himself and he, and, and, and. John really shows us that a he never forgets. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like this shit in New York was not totally settled. I don't know why John wants to clip Rusty right now. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, because like uh, little yeah. Carmine's out of the picture. John's been firmly in power. John and Phil have been firmly in power for like a a while now, like a season and a half. Yeah, and we really haven't seen what Rusty's been up to at all since the end of season five. Yeah. So yeah, some of it, just, it it felt a little little flimsy, a little flimsy. I, that's why that's why that's why I think Tony was on the right to just say no right away and yeah. try and stay out of it. Yeah, exactly. But they end up doing it, and it's one of those things that ends up sort of pushing Chris back into this world of substances, mm. and also kind of an interesting poetic take on getting whacked with the two, uh, with the two Italian fellows the that they bring Naples. over the guys from and the porno man. Um, yeah, uh, right. so it's, right, it's right, a right. very interesting episode coming up soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that was me. Um, and I'm sure, uh, a lot of people at the time, I kind of forget now what I was thinking, but when he mentions bringing someone over from Naples, they kind of tease that maybe Furio is going to come back. Of course we know he won't, but we know that at least Tony has some kind of connection still to that, to that family. And so, I don't know. They never really give us any news on where uh, Furio ends up, but yeah, they, we're they, not they sure tease it there it. a little bit. It's like, oh shit, maybe. Well, but, I mean, they're not going to get Furio. No, of course not. That would be. I mean, if that happened, it would be just. A, I feel like it would break some kind of trust with the audience. Like, oh, that's a little, little cheesy. It, it would know? be a little cheesy. Also, Tony wants to kill him. You yeah. know, so well, like, you know, he'd have like a new haircut, and you know, yeah, <laughs> like on, exactly. a, on another on a lesser show, on a lesser show for sure. <laughs> yeah, maybe a shaved head, mm-hmm. something like that. Something yeah. statement. You know, yeah. they have to make a statement like a coming fake in. Fake hand or something now, probably. <laughs> Who knows? I took his hand. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Tony ultimately agrees to it. We'll see what happens next week. Spoiler: It happens next week. Yeah, they kill him. It's a mm-hmm. pretty crazy scene mm-hmm. because he's just leaving his house in Brooklyn, and yeah. his wife is like right there. Right. And they go and ask him for directions in the middle of like a, a, a residential block in Brooklyn. Anyway, in a driveway. Yeah, yeah in a driveway. So Rusty's a fucking idiot, right. first of all. Yes. But uh, I wouldn't give anyone directions in that case. <laughs> like if like if I popped out of my house and someone like walked up and was like, "Oh, hey, I need directions." I'd be like, "Whoa! Like, have you been waiting for me out here? Like, what's going on?" You <laughs> know what I mean? Back inside. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like, go uh, get lost, pal. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, they they uh, he decides to do it, and Chrissy. That's when Chrissy questions Tony, mm-hmm. and adds to this overarching sort of feeling of people feeling like Tony's weak. Mm-hmm. People feel like they can push him around a little bit. You know, maybe Tony felt like 
you know, he had to put up a fight in order to be taken seriously with Johnny Sack. That might have been part of it, too. Yeah. A little like, bit of negotiation. A little yeah. bit of negotiation, saying no to Phil, you yeah. know, in yeah. terms of what's going on. And because, you know, Tony's going to basically squeeze Johnny Sack until he's gone. Um, I kind of forget the details there, but I know he well, takes the, over the house. The coffee and... with the chicory, you know, and all that stuff with mm. the, the guys from New Orleans that he has to deal with um, on behalf of John. And then, and he wants, you know, Johnny wants Phil to stay out of it. You know, mm-hmm. he, Tony does a good job of positioning himself with the New York family. Let's just put it that way. You gotcha, know what I mean? Yeah. Both placating Phil and in terms of being able to, to benefit from Johnny's situation. You know, right. I think he does a good job in the end. So I can't fault him for that. He ends up on top, so you got to give him that for sure. Yeah, yeah. not cosmically though. No, maybe not. No, definitely not. Yeah, uh, yeah, and and again, it, we're just kind of getting glimpses of the tension between him and Phil. It's it's simmering right now, but even when Phil asks initially, and then Tony says no, the way he walks away, he like walks a little too close to Tony and kind of stares him down. So there's yeah. there's little things bubbling there. But yeah, I mean, oh, you're totally. right. Ultimately, it works out for Tony, but we can kind of see that there's some cracks, you know? Definitely, definitely. And, uh, and, and yeah. Um, Should we talk about Vito? Yeah, well... I guess uh, we did a little bit. We sort of did. Um, and and again, and we also kind of talked about it too, but this, this, this whole thing ends with Johnny crying in front of everyone. Uh, oh, right. You know, I, oh, um, that. <laughs> <laughs> which that's, uh, is a great scene. You also kind of want to feel bad for him too, just because, yeah. I mean, we're, it's, of course, we're watching a TV show and we grow to like the actors and stuff. But we're, we're, we're watching this guy's life end. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you can't do the, the time, don't do the crime. But uh, it's, still, yeah. uh, it's, it's a little sad to watch. Yeah, totally. And also, you can understand understand where he's coming from of course they're all gonna act like they don't get it you know the mob guys at least are just kind of like what the fuck he's crying but well, you know phil is the phil is always fronting like so much he's oh, gonna totally. do the same thing when it comes to Vito because they're lovers right. and um <laughs> and the audience may think i'm kidding about that i'm not kidding they're totally lovers um but basically like you know phil comes down hardest on things that mm-hmm. he <laughs> you know, he might be vulnerable about, Yeah, you know, like, like Vito being gay and also Johnny sack, you know, this whole thing of honor. I think he's actually truly offended with Johnny sack crying and, and the allocution, but I think he's more upset about it because subconsciously he knows that he would do the same thing. Right. You know, and it just makes him really angry and sad. Right. Well, I mean, the season ends with him holding Tony's hand and crying in the hospital. Yeah. I think he cries. I know he holds his hands. And he sheds, it's just, he sheds a tear. Yeah. But it's this long five-minute shot of them just holding hands and kind of just like <laughs> shifting a little bit yeah. every once in a while. With, no music. Uh, with the, uh, no music. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> There's no music blasting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, they're all they're all huge hypocrites. They're all big babies, as yep. tough as they want. They're just, they're just big babies carrying around guns, which makes them feel tough. Mm-hmm. And that, like, you know, they're in this organized criminal uh, criminal organization but uh, organized criminal organization that's a new term I just came up with it's true um, that's what they which are. makes them feel protected and tough but you know it's all bullshit and uh, yep. it's, it's a lot about like the limits of empathy I guess too you know yeah, but also like the fact that, you know, they've they've created a world for themselves where empathy is really dangerous. And then right. all they do is go around kind of really hoping that someone will give them empathy. <laughs> it's true. You know? yeah. Like that's yeah. Chris, it's basically Chris's life and that's why he sort of has turned to drugs is because everyone's like, "What are you talking about, kid? This is great." And he's mm-hmm. like, "Uh, is it?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the answer is <laughs> not really. Yeah. They all know it's not, but you know, yeah. there's I I think part of the show is kind of about how there's a lot of sadness and darkness in the world. 
you know, uh, even just health-wise and just uh, the, the, a myriad of issues out there that are super just, like, depressing. Yeah. And no one wants to talk about it, you know? Yeah, well, totally. And that's kind of a thing. And one of the things that I wanted to bring up about Tony Tony barfing a couple of times <laughs> is that, you know, we, we kind of... Everybody's wondering up until this episode, like, okay, has Tony changed? Where is, where does he stand? Mm -hmm. You know, where is he philosophically as far as all this stuff is concerned? And, you know, we get our answer by the end when he beats up muscles marinara Mm -hmm. and, um, and he throws up a couple of times. And I think it's just really, it's a nice little sort of metaphor Mm. in there that like he's back to his old tricks and, and he's, 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 back in his lifestyle but it makes him puke you yeah, know what i mean it's like yeah. it's really hard being him yeah and i think that that's part of what uh i was sensing with you know kevin finnerty land and everything where he's like legitimately he feels weird psychic pressure and fear to go back to his old life because he knows that it's like a really tough line to toe Interesting. You know? yeah has a physical toll on him even yeah, that, yeah. but, it, but yeah. it's basically yeah. like totally summed up in that thing where he like gets nasty again for the first time since he's been shot mm-hmm. and uh you know instead of kind of being like you know kumbaya mm-hmm. yeah sure you can have the garbage business <laughs> right there's enough garbage for everyone right um you know, this is the first time he sort of pulls out of that and he's like, you know what? Fuck you. And, right. I, and I've got to do something that's a little bit erratic, but is, you know, um, pure strategy. Right. And it makes him throw up. Got to return back to the status quo, which yeah, exactly. was not good to begin with. Yeah. No. Um, so quickly, Vito gets caught that will, you know, cool we, scene. We, we have some polarizing episodes coming up. I think that, I think polarizing episodes is on the bingo. So congratulations. Oh, good. Um, but the next couple with Vito and Johnny cakes are, I think it's safe to say are polarizing. Oh so yeah. We will, we'll talk about that more next week, but, um, I, I, I don't know why they're so polarizing though. Cause you, no matter what you think of the Johnny cake scenes in New Hampshire, first of all, yeah. it's only, it's only one actual scene that people have an issue with. And that's the motorcycle driving and yeah. the, the, the making out in the field, which, which I sort of get in a way. I sort of but, get it. But at the same time, like, is it, is, aren't the scenes with the rest of the, the family trying to digest this worth it i think so yeah when they're all in tattoos and trying to and when they bring finn in and then yeah, we get exactly. everyone's point of view it's fucking hilarious <laughs> and then someone you know and then patsy's like i could care less basically yeah, you know and then yeah. and then and then polly says maybe you're a flambe you know <laughs> like the stuff that they say is just it's like ridiculous and funny yeah I, I agree i agree i mean it's blatant homophobia which is awful but right in this context well, patsy maybe isn't but yeah no i, I think patsy's the most progressive yes yeah, we, we talked about that one time the patsy's yeah. with her <laughs> yeah patsy's definitely with her pre-election we were saying yeah. that uh <laughs> yeah and then this scene is funny too i like the way it's shot i like that it, you, they're panning across the bar and you're expecting to see Vito, and then you see these two other guys and you're just kind of immediately aware of you're what's like, about to happen oh fuck uh and they're the uh, nastiest most awful dudes like even the way he takes the cash from the bartender it's just like yeah ugh. they're they're skeeved they're skeeved yeah uh, him calling sill in the middle of the night the what do you know what do you say is really funny and it's really weird it's like so obvious too yeah i know but i guess if, if they they don't know what we know so it's just kind of a weird quirky thing at first he goes out and stays with his gumar at the shore from what i remember right he does i guess we're gonna do more on that next next week mm-hmm. um so yeah i think that just about does it yep. we'll um yep, yep. 
again, top 86 episode. Great, great episode. That's actually, I really like it. I really like this one too. It's a nice diversion, you know? Like, yeah. it's a bit of a bottle, but not 100%, you know? Well, it's a bit of a bottle, but a ton of momentous things happen. Yeah. And, or at least yeah. one or two big ones. Well, and and, and the, 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 the stakes are a little bit higher because it's season six. Yeah. And you can already feel that pressure that right. the show's going to end and everybody's going, you know, this is essentially like a slow walk, especially with Vito being gay of... You know, people being, uh, it's like the last Mad Men episode where he's like racing a car and he's like, like he's running around and you're like, what are they doing? It's almost over. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, Like there's no resolution. Yeah. Um, Like we're sort of doing that, but in slow motion where it's like, why are we talking about Vito being gay? Like what's up with Tony? You know what I mean? Get out of New Hampshire and back to New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So cool. We have a couple questions this week. Uh, Some good ones, actually. It was, it was, it was a little harder to to, uh, narrow it down. Um, and I guess since we just brought up Mad Men, that's a good segue. This is from at Suntazu, which I, I'm just realizing now what that joke is. Good one. Uh, he or she has watched the first three or four episodes of Mad Men and thought it was total shit. Why should they try to watch it again? Don't watch it again. Just keep going. I would just keep going too. Yeah. Yeah. Don't rewatch the episodes you hated. <laughs> that's that's your problem, you dummy. Yeah. <laughs> watch episode five. I know. I mean, I think that like, I mean, the first season they were sort of getting their bearings and, yeah. and when I go back and watch those, John Hamm does seem a little bit like, too, he's a little much, mm. you know what I mean? Cause he's like got a little too much to say. He's a little too confident, a little too skinny. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, I remember watching the first two as they aired because it, oh, really? it aired like a double uh, episode or, you know, big like two hour block. No and shit. I, I didn't like it either. And then when it was on Netflix some years later, they're sponsor of the show, by the way, um, oh, yeah. when it was on uh, Netflix a couple years later and I could binge, I really liked it. So yeah. I don't know if I don't know if you, you might want to watch. Uh, a few more and try just see and how you feel. Make, try and at least make your way into season two mm-hmm. because Mad Men, what you got to understand, and you may not like this, but Mad Men is just, is just a soap opera. Right. It's just a soap opera with like way better clothes mm-hmm. and like more interesting writing. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but it's really just about like, you know, boring human emotions. Yeah. You know, it feels pretty realistic and I liked that they can kind of go from genre to genre week to week. And this just has a nice rhythm to it. And yeah, and totally. Yeah. I think that like, I, I mean, I guess if you're someone who doesn't like the later seasons of the Sopranos, you're maybe not going to like it. Cause it definitely has that season four to six feel to it at some points. Yeah, for sure. But if you no blood. do like the, yeah, really no blood, which is hard to do. Well, there's yeah. some, there's some blood actually, especially in season two. Uh, oh, I guess early right. on, but uh, it just—I um, think it's—it's it's like a cousin of the Sopranos in, in in terms of feel and pacing and it's, stuff. You it's know, much it's, it's pretty close. It's a good rebound from the Sopranos because it it's like yeah. a lot different. It's like you need that sensitive guy after you went out with the, like the badass. Right, right. You know, yeah. Um, so good show. We give it uh, five boxes of ziti. And hey, about. if you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Who yeah, cares? We don't care. You don't have to watch it. <laughs> go watch Black cares? Mirror. <laughs> Um, this one comes from, uh, at Walk Pulse 328. What are some songs that have come out since the series ended that you think would have worked in particular episodes or for particular characters? That come out, that came out since, since the, the ended, series ended. Which is, uh, 11 years ago now. <laughs> oh, like that. wow. It's been a while. Uh, All of the Lights, of course. 
Oh no, that's a really good one <laughs> actually. I don't know actually. No, all of the lights or, by, or Runaway, by Kanye West or Runaway would have been great mm-hmm. for the very end. Mm-hmm. I could have also, um, I could have seen uh, uh, the Kanye, basically all Kanye West, but right. I could, I could have seen um, uh, what's the what's the first tune on Yeezus called? Yeezy season approaching. Anyway, mm, I could totally yeah. see that tune being used at the beginning of season five mm-hmm. um, with the with the the dollar bill and all that stuff. Okay, um, okay. that that would have been pretty interesting. Um, also, real friends, real, <laughs> real friends could definitely could have played basically at any time. Absolutely, throughout the entire. Uh, I mean, because I feel like Tony and and Kanye are kind of similar characters, you know, Definitely. like fashion icons, fashion icons. One. Kanye with his cousin that like stole his laptop and threatened oh, to right. sell his sex tape, right. If he didn't give him two hundred fifty thousand, right. <laughs> like that's something that would happen to Tony. Yep, He'd be like, God damn it. Yeah, I'm sure Kanye <laughs> right before that happened just gave a speech about how family's all that matters, and then that happened. Yeah. I bet. Yeah, yeah. He's depressed and ashamed. Sure, that's yeah. basically Kanye West. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> mostly, aside from that, mostly yay. Right. We always joke about Solo by Frank Ocean being somehow <laughs> working that Sol- in oh, somehow. Oh, yeah, totally. So Solo maybe that. could have really, really worked, yeah. um, especially for Kevin Finnerty Land. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. Hell on Earth That's and the City's on Fire and hell in, her- in hell There's Heaven. That's you know? the one. That's the one right there. Yeah. 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 That will that that might be the music for the final NFZ episode. We'll maybe. see. We yeah. don't know. We don't know, though. We, we'll, we, yeah, we, we don't know anything yet. Yeah. We'll have to get to that first. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this one... Uh, uh, we have two questions about uh, alternate casting this week. I'll go with this one because it's kind of funny. Um, this is from at no sparring. If Christopher Walken could have taken any of the characters' places, which one should he have had? Because his wife, Georgian Walken, is actually the casting director for the show. No shit. Yeah. He could have really easily... He could have been like an Uncle Pat, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Pretty mm-hmm. easily. That's good, yeah. Or um, you know who he could have played really, really, really well is um, one of those blind guys. That oh, that's Chrissy has perfect. to go see. Yeah, up in Boston or Providence or something. Provi- yeah, yeah, Providence. Yeah, Rhode Island. Caught him, caught him good with a tire iron. That's true. You know, like he could have been that dude. Yeah, I could maybe see him um, like sitting at the table with Melfi and her her uh, her her elite friends. Yeah, um, I'd like. I'd enjoy that. Yeah. What about if he was the wedding singer at at Allegra Sachs' well, wedding? Well, that would have been amazing. That that would have worked. The actually. groom feeds the bride. He could, totally could have done that. <laughs> he starts doing the weapon of choice dance. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's basically. Holy shit, he's that's flying. So totally serious though. <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. I'm gonna have that at my wedding. Actually, Christopher Walken is just get a, the entertainment is gonna be Christopher Walken doing the weapon of choice <laughs> that's, dance. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or if they used him like in the Cleaver in the Cleaver universe in some way, I think he would have fit in pretty well. That would have been that would have been great. But he is not believable as a boss. No, I guess you know? not. Well, who knows? In his younger years, maybe not now. Um, oh, I would be so happy with Christopher Walken. Yeah, here's the, here's the uh, another uh, piggybacking on that casting question. This is from at uh, Benny Butts. If they showed flashback scenes with the Richie Priel beating up Rocco DeMeo, who would be the best to play him? It's the jacket. It's the jacket. Oh, to play Rocco DeMeo. Should we just say Christopher Walken? Hmm, that could, <laughs> maybe that would be interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, Stanley Tucci. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's S- a good one. Stanley Tucci seems like a. Oh, you know who would be great is that dude from The Departed, who um, 
he's like a really small character, but he's the one who tells DiCaprio uh, that what's his name is actually working for the FBI. Yeah, he gets and then shot DiCaprio and dies says, the- "Yeah, DiCaprio's like, what the fuck did you say?" He's like, "I don't know, I'm high." And then he shoots him in the knee. <laughs> oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah, that guy. That guy. I thought you meant the guy. There's the guy who dies in the warehouse who like maybe figured out who DiCaprio is, and then oh, that guy would be good. Yeah, that guy, actually, most of those. Oh, how about the what is it? Your period guy. That guy could have been Rocco DeMeo really easily. <laughs> he gets beaten up really well. Yeah, he does. So yeah, that's true. Actually, <laughs> took a glass to the face very well. He took a glass to the face really well and also one of the greatest lines of the departed which is what after they after uh after uh french and uh or not french who's the number french is the number one it right? is yeah after french and dicaprio have that conversation he goes he says uh it's 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 bill costigan's son or something like that or whatever and the guy goes oh and he goes, what the fuck do you mean by that? He fucking <laughs> kicks his ass. He's like, oh. <laughs> I'm going to rewatch that movie. <laughs> I watched it last week because I was really sick and I just really loved it. Yeah. It's just like it's a good one. It's a good half one. of the movie is the intro. You know? I know. The setup is fucking amazing. I love that though. Full We're going to switch, minute intro, yeah. switch over to the Departed podcast. <laughs> At some point. <laughs> yeah. That song's just going to start playing and you'll know. <laughs> you know, cop. Yeah. So basically our answer to that question is that guy from The Departed. Yeah, basically every, every bit player from The Departed I'm kind of in. <laughs> Could have been could have been on the show yeah. for sure. Um, if uh, if it would have been this is from uh, at Leston nineteen eighty six. Um, so this person's way older than us. We were both born in nineteen ninety seven. So uh, <laughs> if uh, if Carmela would have been the FBI informant and not Adriana, would she have been assassinated or would Tony try to save her? You're on the clock. Uh, I think that she would have played it much better than Adriana. I think she would have leveraged mm. it much more quickly in one way or the other. Like gone to Tony and told him the situation. Or and... taken the charge. Mm, you maybe. know, like yeah. Carmela's smart enough to know, like it's, I, I said it, how many years ago did we do that episode? She should have just taken the Coke charge. She'd be alive. Know. You yeah. know what I mean? It probably wouldn't have been 30 years. Fuck probably no. Not. She had a bag of Coke. Yeah. You can't get 30 years for that. Yeah. If they just, if they put her, the Even center up Jersey. of one of their good lawyers, you know, she probably would have been fine. <laughs> yeah. If she had told Tony and, and, and Chrissy that they're like, she, if she was like, Hey, I got this Coke charge. They're trying to like, get me to say all this shit like what yeah. should i do they would have been like here talk to fucking melvoin or talk to you know what yeah. you know what i mean but you gotta wonder if if like christopher probably would have been like great we're, we're all set up but i think tony in his paranoid mind would have still been like well what has she already said like she's got to go i actually now that now that i'm thinking back on that i still i wonder if tony would have still just had her killed maybe she should have taken the coke charge and not told anyone yeah except chrissy but as far as carmella goes i think that if let's say she did go along with it and didn't take the charge and was wearing a wire or uh, at least informing, yeah, I feel like I don't know. I, I feel like he might still uh, get her killed, and then it would turn into one of these things where he's like, "Everyone feel bad for me, but my wife just died. It was tragic." And it's like, "But bro, like you just had her yeah, killed." Yeah, that might be you know? true, but it also might be a situation. I just think that Carmela would have played it better. It would have been more of a duel, mm-hmm. like because Carmela would have had more of a contingency plan to try and leverage tony to flip with her Mm, maybe you know i think he actually may have considered it more than chrissy did with adriana yeah maybe because she she, at least carmella would have been like i have this evidence like ready to go to them if if anything happens to me you know what i mean yeah carmella would have been more real about it probably they're both older and smarter yeah yeah 
not as fucked up. Different show. Yeah, different show altogether. Um, this is the last one. It comes from uh, Skylands at Skylands CSC, wanting to know what's the furthest afield anyone has told you they listen to NFZ. Uh, they're from York, England. Um, so that's actually more of a question for everyone. I mean, let's, let us know where you. We've asked before what you do while you listen. I'm I'm actually curious now if we can find the person who's like literally on the opposite side of the world listening to our podcast. Yeah, is there anyone in Australia or Asia? Yeah. Um. Did, don't, didn't we have someone who wrote us something like representing Czech Republic or something like that? I think so. Ever had our sausages? Oh yes. So that's technically farther than England. Mm-hmm. It is. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but wait. Yeah, no, it is. <laughs> I don't know. Eastern Europe. Um, true. And I mean, we can check the, the SoundCloud stats and they sometimes tell us, but it's not very specific. Yeah. But I know there's been some stuff from Eastern Europe and, and things like that. Um, but yeah. those could be bots. And some people as far away as Connecticut. Yeah. You know? I know. So, Whole of the world out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who knows? It's like all cows. That's on the, that, yeah, get, get on the train, you know? I mean, Jesus. I can't do it. No, can't do can't it. Can't do it. Uh, so yeah, let us know uh, where you are, your exact address and when you're out of the house during the day. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that's it. Just three simple questions. Just write that on the internet. Let us know. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Write it on the internet. Yeah. We will not tell anyone except for just the, the dozen of you who listen to the show. Yeah. And that's it. All right. Good. Well, another great episode in the in the can. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> good, good, good questions this week. There Very good insightful. Questions. You know, it works when you tweet with a day in, in advance. And instead of like last week when I tweeted, I think, as we hit record. <laughs> you're just like, well, like we, oh, got what, we got whatever we got. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we'll try to be better about that. But of course, tweet us anytime with questions. And we're, we're, yeah. we're big into the life advice ones. So, yeah, uh, we haven't gotten a lot of life advice in a while. And frankly, mm-hmm. uh, it's not a great use of our talents. No. You know no, what I mean? Not at all. Yeah. You're at the precipice of a major crossroads. Mm-hmm. We're we're not good at talking about TV shows, oh, but so we can ex- we can change your life. I'm so excited to get into all this Cleaver stuff. That's gonna be great. It's gonna uh, be great. So anyway, we'll be back next week. Maybe who knows? Um, well, it's, it isn't uh, well. Live free or die is next week, and then after that is Johnny Cakes, right? Um, luxury lounge is in there somewhere too. Oh right, I'm and, trying not to spoil myself. And then though. Johnny Cakes, right? I think that's how we're it. gonna do Johnny Cakes soon, though. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I'm really excited about Soon Johnny we Cakes. Will. Yes, we will. I love talking about Johnny Cakes. Yeah, we're going to eat them. Finally going to get to my... It always makes me hungry. Yeah, the Jimmy Dean's uh, Sausages are homemade. Mm-hmm. And it, once again, the sausages coming up, you could hear Johnny Cakes saying, ever had our sausages? True. They're homemade. In another life. In another life. In another life. Um, all right. Bye. I need a super freak to calm my nerves. Help me out. I need a freak.